to Connect, a weekly podcast from the Sparta UMC Collective. Each week, we'll dive deeper into spiritual themes that we have been exploring at both campuses of Sparta UMC and share some updates from the exciting life of our church collective. Hi, my name is Ben Gatton. I'm one of the pastors at Sparta UMC, and we're here with Michelle Foster Beckerleg, one of the pastors also at Sparta UMC. And today we are starting something new. Uh, we are beginning a new podcast for the life of our church. And the reasons we're thinking about doing this is because, you know, Michelle and I were talking, and it's not always easy for folks to be at church every Sunday. There's a lot going on in life, isn't there, Michelle? There is a lot going on, especially in the summer. Especially in the summer. So the idea is, this is another way for you to connect with what's happening in worship on Sunday, whether that is at the Hope Fellowship campus at Muddy Creek or at the Sparta UMC campus. We're going to talk about some of the things that we have been exploring in those services And we're also going to give some updates because there's a lot going on around here. There is a lot going on around here. And on Sunday mornings, there's a whole lot more that I want to say than there is time for a conversation or a sermon. (laughs) That sounds funny. There's a whole lot more I want to say that we're going to make sure we cram into this. So, um, But we will have the opportunity uh, to explore some of those things, particularly As we wrap up this series this week that we've been doing through the month of June, I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. There's been a lot that we've not been able to fit into four gatherings, um, because the Holy Spirit's a much bigger topic than that. And what we did today was we wrote down some questions that we have heard from you as we've talked about the Holy Spirit over the last few weeks. So before we dive into that, I'm going to open us with a prayer And then we'll talk about the Holy Spirit. Holy One, for all the ways you speak to us, in rushing wind, in dancing flames, in words we understand, and in all that transcends language, we give thanks. Give us courage to speak your love everywhere we go, to everyone we meet. Amen. Ben, that's a great prayer. And that is one that we found on the website Practicing Families by Joanna Hardeter. And just a great resource for us to consider. Yeah, and we'll put that prayer in the show notes, and that can be a great way for you to pray and connect with God on your own time. So, Michelle, let's talk about the Holy Spirit. We have three questions that we're going to start with that we have heard folks discussing, and let's jump right in with this interesting one. We talk a lot about how the Holy Spirit came in a powerful and exciting way at Pentecost, but what was the Holy Spirit up to before Pentecost? Was the Holy Spirit around and active before Acts chapter 2? I think that's a great question because so very often we try and divide God the Father as God the creation, God who was in the Old Testament, and then Jesus as the one who's the New Testament, and then the Holy Spirit just kind of shows up, but we're not really sure where to place the Holy Spirit. And really, all three are one God, what we call one God in three persons, and all three have been together and present since the very beginning of creation. And so I like to remember exactly what we find in the very first statement of the Bible Mm -hmm. in the Old Testament in Genesis 1-1 that even before the earth was formed, the Spirit of God hovered 
over everything. And that literally is the Holy Spirit. And we've, we forget that so very often. And then we see the Holy Spirit showing up throughout all of the Hebrew scriptures, throughout the Old Testament, maybe not as explicitly stated as we might want for proof of the Holy Spirit, but it's certainly clear that God's Spirit is what inspired the prophets to be able to speak prophetically. It was the Holy Spirit that we are told was the one who conceived the child Jesus in the womb of Mary. Later on in the Gospel of Luke, we're told that it's the Spirit that has appointed Jesus to uh, create and to tear down and to uh, speak release to the captives mm-hmm. and all of that. And so the Spirit's always been present. More often than not, though, probably not in the front way that we often think that we would see the Spirit present. What would you add to that? Well, I was thinking about, uh, you know, you mentioned that at the beginning of Genesis when the Holy Spirit is hovering over the waters. Um, and that that Hebrew word there for hovering is the same one used for birds fluttering. And it is a bird, the Holy Spirit comes down as a bird over Jesus in, uh, in Jesus' baptism. That's um, right. Which is a really powerful Trinitarian connection there um, in that in that uh, moment of Jesus's baptism, you have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit present um, in that one moment. And I, one of the things that's exciting to me about Pentecost and then what happens afterward is it is true the Holy Spirit is active in those ways in the Hebrew scriptures, but Pentecost just blows the doors wide open. And now the Holy Spirit is everywhere, active in each of our lives, active in each of each and every aspect of creation. And it is powerful and freeing and wonderful to know that God's Spirit is guiding us, directing us, and growing us to be more like Jesus. And I think I would add to that, um, especially because we live in the Bible Belt, that the Holy Spirit is not only available or only present with believers. Right. I think the Holy Spirit is present to all of God's creation We are aware of it in our belief system. Yes. We have language for it. Yes. That's right. Um, And that kind of leads into our second question, which is, what is the Holy Spirit doing? Um, One person mentioned to me a couple weeks ago that it feels like, since we've been talking about Holy Spirit stuff in our services, it sounds like we're kind of going into the quantum physics realm of spirituality. It's, <laughs> it's a little more uh, ethereal. It's a little harder to wrap our brains around. Um, so I think the desire there is for, in simple terms, on an average every day, what's the Holy Spirit doing around us? Mm-hmm. So I would say the Holy Spirit is the activity of God as we experience it each and every day. And for each of us, that's going to be different. I am a much more um, active Uh, off-the-cuff kind of person, Mm -hmm. whereas you are a more contemplative, thoughtful, pondering type of person. It doesn't make either better or worse. I would say in our personality structures, though, we would experience God's activity maybe in different ways. For me, I know that the Holy Spirit is very present, almost like a gut check. Mm -hmm. I can sense 
uh, when I know I'm moving in a right direction and when I know I'm going against something that should be right. Um, and, and yet I would find it very difficult to sit and meditate and try and listen and be quiet. But for some people, that is one of the primary ways they experience God's activity among them. Yeah, and that's, you know, that kind of goes into some of the body of Christ passages that are in the New Testament letters, but it's a beautiful aspect of how the Holy Spirit is at work. Um, you and I are, as you said, two very different people, but it's the same spirit that's at work in both of our lives. And, you know, we talk about this all the time, but you're able to connect with some people that I'm not able to connect with as deeply and, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's part of how the Holy Spirit, I think, is at work connecting us to each other and connecting us with God. Yeah. And I think we need to celebrate the ways that we sort of have those aha moments when we're aware, oh, this is beyond me, this mm-hmm. is God. Mm-hmm. And that that what we name as God is the activity of the Holy Spirit. God's still alive not only around us, also in us. Yes. And it can be hard to know, um, you know, because we all hear a lot of voices, right? It's not just me. But we all, it can be hard to know when we're hearing from the Spirit and when we're hearing something else, which is why I love the fruit of the Spirit passage in Galatians 5. Um, Because I feel like kind of the point of the Spirit is it's breaking down the maybe constructed, organized, religious boxes that we like to place God in. Mm -hmm. But instead of leading to chaos, the Holy Spirit is always pointing us to love and joy and peace and patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control, all Mm -hmm. very things disconnected from selfishness things that lead us to loving God and loving others. And goodness, if if the Holy Spirit is moving and growing you in those ways or pointing to you those things, um, then I think we can be pretty confident that that's the Spirit at work in our lives. Absolutely. And I would say also when we're always curious, okay, is that me coming up with an answer and, and naming, mm-hmm. you know, like letting the Holy Spirit take credit for that, or is it really the Holy Spirit? The community of faith confirms and affirms the work of the Spirit. And so if I am really passionate about something and claim that to be God speaking to me, and it really is counter to what the faith community is saying, I need to check that again. That's right. um, Because that affirmation comes in community. The Holy Spirit was never apart from God the Father and God the Son. At Pentecost, they were all gathered in community. Um, The body of Christ is not about just our finger. It's about all the parts of the body. And so I think that's also important is to keep the aspect of community in the midst of our individual engagement with God. Yes. And it, boy, it's so powerful when you have both that internal confirmation and the external confirmation. You hearing something within yourself that you feel God, the Holy Spirit is leading you to do. And you also have people in your trusted faith community affirming that same thing. That can be some powerful direction in life. It can be some powerful direction. And we see that probably um, lived out most when it comes to careers and vocations Mm -hmm. and giftedness and stepping into even places to volunteer where people will call out gifts that we thought we had, but we weren't sure how to use them. And then it's the community that affirms and confirms God's work in us. Yes. And this talk of community is a great leap into our third question, um, which goes to something Jesus says 
Oh boy, and where it is is leading? Possibly the Book of John. It's right? Acts. Oh yes, it's in the the Gospel of John. Yes, mm-hmm. where Jesus says, "I am leaving, but it's better for you if I go, because the Father is sending the Advocate, the Holy Spirit." And it can be really hard to wrap our minds around that sometimes because it sure does feel like it would be better if Jesus was sitting here with us Um, and we could ask questions and we could have that kind of physical back and forth. But Jesus seemed to think it was actually better for us to have the Holy Spirit in the way that we do after Pentecost. Mm -hmm. So what, why do you think Jesus said that? Why do you think it's better Yeah, so that's a great question. So actually in the first three Gospels, in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, Jesus said, I'm going to ask the Father to send an advocate. In the Gospel of John, he said, I'm going to ask the Father to send another advocate. So it's kind of interesting, but what I take from all of that are two things. Number one, Jesus knows that he is fully human, even while being fully God. And so his ability to teach and to love and to heal and to call us forward is limited by his own humanness. He can only be one person in one place. When he sends the Holy Spirit, he all of a sudden isn't bound by time and place. What Jesus started is now exploding for all the world and all of God's people. And so Jesus recognized that if God's kingdom were truly going to come on earth as it is in heaven, he had to let go of it being only encapsulated in him. And so that's the gift of the advocate. Yes. And how beautiful is it that Jesus's work is happening? We're doing Jesus's work. Yeah. You and me and all of you listening. That's right. And not doing it for Jesus, doing it with Jesus. Right. Yes. That um, it, it, God is inviting us into co-creation. Yes. Co-laboring mm-hmm. with God. That's right. This isn't a project that we're doing on our own. It's not a project that God is dictating from on high. It's an invitation mm-hmm. to work with and alongside God through the Holy Spirit. And we didn't even plan this, but there you go. There's community again. That's right. Connecting and being with one another. Wow. So I think we pretty much wrapped up everything (laughs) that there is to say about the Holy Spirit in a few minutes there. Yeah. Um. (laughs) And And I also think it's just wonderful that we recognize just as the Holy Spirit is like the wind, it's never fully going to be able to be encapsulated or something that we can get our hands or our heads or our hearts fully around. And so there's always more, especially for open to feeling and sensing the Holy Spirit moving in and through and among us. That's right. And you know, you mentioned in the Hebrew scriptures that the Holy Spirit um, anointed and inspired and spoke through the prophets, um, which I'm going to use as a leap to what our next podcast and what our next sermon series and conversation series will be about at Hope Fellowship and Sparty UMC. We're doing a new series called Profit Margins, where we are taking a look at some passages that maybe we haven't looked at before or that we don't turn to often, um, but unique moments where we're hearing the Holy Spirit speak through people or prophets um, that have a powerful word for us today, just as it was Um, generations ago. So look forward to that next week as we start a new conversation series and a new podcast topic where we're talking about the prophets in the scriptures. Sounds great. Michelle, would you like to say a closing word for us? 
Sure. I think the closing word for today is keep your eyes open, keep your hearts open, keep your ears open to where it is and what it is and how it is. God's spirit is moving in and through and among us. Amen. Grace and peace, friends. We'll see you next week.